Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, Ben and Tyler, here's a good question for you both to disagree on. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, we uh, ended up agreeing almost whoops. instantaneously. So the, you tried uh, to get us, but you didn't. Yeah. So our, our answer there is the America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen. Just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. So I got good news. Good news. Real good news, actually. Hit me with that good actually, news. Actually, I wasn't going to talk about this yet, but I'm going to do it anyways. Do it. Because I'm a rule breaker. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the other week, last weekend, okay, going camping is my buddy's 50th birthday. Hell yeah. Okay. We're going to this camp spot. It's called Country Lane. It's pretty cool. They got a little tiki bar. Dude, I saw the videos that Cass was sharing. It yeah. kind of looks co- cool. Dude, yeah, the, nice it was awesome. It was, it was a great time. But on the way out there, right, so I got this brand new truck. It's got 5,000 miles on it now, mm-hmm. which Brian was actually surprised that I actually have 5,000 miles on it already. He's like, you got that about the same time as I got the TRX. I'm like, yeah, pretty close. You got 5,000 miles on it? I'm like, yeah, dude, I go camping like every weekend. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm always camping. Anyways. 5,000 miles on the truck, right? I get off early from work to go load the trailer, get everything ready so when Cass is off, we're just out of there. Oh, yeah. Because we're trying to – it's gonna the camp spot's going to be kind of like a free-for-all, right? So we're mm-hmm. trying to get a good spot. Well, I take off. Long, I'll go into more detail later, but the truck throws a check engine light. <laughs> okay? I've got the trailer on. I've got it loaded. i got an empty side-by-side rack. Uh, but we're headed out, and I'm like – 10 minutes away from the the dealership where i bought the truck from right Mm. so check engine light comes on i call them up it's like five minutes before they close i'm like hey y'all are looking at this (laughs) like i'm headed out of town you guys need to come check this thing out and make sure like either tell me i'm good to go and we'll you know bring the truck in at another time or tell me that i can't go because you know something's gonna go kaboom right right so we bring it into them they check it out everything everything 
it was kind of good to go. Again, I'll go into more detail on, on what's going and what happened, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, they gave me the A-OK to go. I take off and I leave my phone at the dealership. Okay, which usually isn't a big deal for me because I don't look at my phone anyways. No, Tyler, yeah. <laughs> so, Once Tyler leaves the premises, phone, yeah, could good, luck. good luck. Good yeah. luck. Good luck. Anyways, I leave my phone there. Okay. We're joking the entire time, the entire way over, and the whole, like a whole time, because everybody's asking me about my side by side because I've got an empty side by side rack, yeah. and everybody's like, how's it driving up there? I'm like, oh, I don't know yet. <laughs> anyways, we're joking. Like, I bet you Coeur d'Alene Power Sports calls me. And it's there. The one weekend I actually the one weekend really I don't physically have my phone. yeah I I know where it's at but I don't have it yeah. right. Driving back, we drive by Coeur d'Alene Power Sports. I'm like I bet you it's there. <laughs> Anyways, I have to wait till Monday to come pick up my phone. I go to the dealership bright and early in the morning, grab my phone, turn it on, because luckily the guy that looked at my truck is a guy I knew. Mm-hmm. So he turned my phone off for me so it wouldn't draw the battery. Which <laughs> Whatever, it dies every weekend anyways. Yeah. And so I get a voicemail from Coralie Power Sports. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? I listen to it and he's like, Tyler, I've got awesome news for you, man. <laughs> Call me back. He called me like two or three times. Just pumping you up. Just pumping me up. And, I'm, and any Power Sports store is closed on Sundays and Mondays. Uh-huh. It's Monday. I can't call him. <laughs> so the whole, the whole day Monday, I'm like, he's got good news. Is it there? I don't know. Sounds like it is. Anyways, it's on its way. Talk to him today. It's either going to be here Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the latest. Hell yeah. Pretty dope. I'm super excited. But I've got this whole other wave of nervousness now. I'm nervous for you. (laughs) I'm going to drive this brand new side-by-side up this truck rack that I've never done before. I've never drove the side by side. So that's going to be interesting. You guys might find uh, my video on YouTube for uh, under UTV fails. Um, hopefully not. Uh, but, <laughs> but, you know, that's going to be interesting. Like, <laughs> I'm, real, at the I'm nervous as hell for you. Cooper's coming with me. Good. I've already talked him into it. He's yeah. like, I'm like, dude, I've never drove a Talon before. So, like, you have one. Like, you're coming with me. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm failing, I'm not failing alone. Yeah. <laughs> so, we go down together. We go down together. We go as a team. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so that's happening. So watch for that video. <laughs> I'm nervous, but I'm also very excited for you. Yeah, me too. I'm jacked. This week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house fuel bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, Our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time they have C10 in there all the time they end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons, and that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae. And it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates, it, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it. It'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, We did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-Bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. 
All right, uh, let's get into this episode. Uh, before we get into the intro, this is going to be a an episode where we talk about kind of debating between one of two trucks. You can obviously tell by the title, but this came from a YouTube question. So let's get into the intro. Thank you for tuning in. This is Ben and Tyler from America's Social Podcast. The sweat box. The sweat box. <laughs> it's still hot in Spokane, <laughs> if you didn't know. Golly. It's hot. Yeah. <laughs> Very hot. Yeah. Uh, up here in Spokane, Washington. Um, thank you for tuning in. All that kind of good stuff. Make sure and check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. You can find us by searching America's Diesel Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. Uh, we are pumping that up. You can find us on TikTok. Yeah. Follow us on the old <laughs> Chinese communist app because we're trying to blow up there. I'm personally running it. And me and me and uh, Kyle from Off Road Power Products uh, and and the America's Off Road Podcast. Me and him have a battle going on right now. We're gonna. Fair enough. Obviously, this episode <laughs> comes out after like we got a little bit of a back backlog going on here, but uh, hopefully, it's grown by then. Uh, you can find us on there by searching America's Diesel Podcast. Uh, also, uh, questions. Um, we do show this on YouTube, and this question that we're answering. This is proof that we will do your question on the show. Yeah. We're like doing they, these. <laughs> these questions that we were answering today, that's the one question we're answering today that's going to turn into a debate, um, they asked on YouTube. And we actually, I have like four or five responses going back and forth with them for an answer form. So um, if you have questions on a certain episode, YouTube is the best place to leave that. Uh, if you have questions that you want to email in, uh, make sure and email us, and, and, and this is going to be a little bit different here. We are changing things up a little bit here. Yeah. Um, I got it. I got it. Do it. Reviews. Okay. Yes. We love reviews. We got to keep those reviews coming, get us bumped up in the ranks. We are actually, we were in the top 30 of all automotive podcasts. We were actually as low as I think 16 at one point. It kind of fluctuates. Yeah. Uh, so let's keep that going. Keep the reviews coming. If you leave a review on any of the platforms that Ben mentioned earlier, screenshot that bad boy and send it to podcast. Hold at on, I think Ameri- you messed it up. What? Maybe I don't know. I'm, I'm going to look it up here because I, I you don't have, even know there, what the email is. There's like, I have like four aliases for the podcast, and I want to tell you guys the right one so I can keep it with here. But I, I believe hold please, it, hold please, yeah, hold please. I'm looking it up. Yeah, I know, professional, right, 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 right. Here we go. Compose. Um, let's do... Gosh, we've got this, like, new screen that's in front of us that shows us. <laughs> I look like a freaking sweaty mess right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we have we have a great one. It's called uh, Questions at America's Diesel Podcast. I think that's a great one to use. Or should we just use podcast? Uh, let's use podcast. Okay. okay so, so, on any of the platforms that Ben mentioned earlier, send screenshot your five-star review and send it to podcast at americasdieselpodcast.com. Is that right? <laughs> What is it? This is... <laughs> Podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com? Yeah. <laughs> well, how come it's not America's dieselpodcast.com? Gosh, you guys. We suck. So many freaking emails. Can we shorten that up? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to fix that. Uh, for all intents and purposes, you um, <laughs> <laughs> better title. Wow, this is a great intro. Great intro. They Best keep on one getting ever. better and better. Yeah. So uh, what is it? Podcast at America's diesel... No. No. Podcast at Diesel. I think I've got heat stroke right now. I know. Where am I? Podcast, <laughs> Podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com. Ben will then do something. He might respond. I don't know. And then he'll send you a sticker. Yeah, we're going to do <laughs> Make that. Make sure now. to include a picture of your truck and an address where we can send a sticker to that looks just like the logo on our cups or our super sick background. This badass eagle. America. Yeah. Okay, now that we've gotten through that terrible, terrible intro. Yeah, I've like worked. I like. I need a break. <laughs> I need a break. <laughs> like, gosh. 
<laughs> we don't do breaks, though. No. We don't do that. We power through like That's men. Right. Okay. So today's question comes from Andrew. And I'm going to read the in question. Uh, actually, I'm going to kind of summarize a little bit. It's a fairly long question. But to put it out there, he's, he's a first time, uh, going to be a first time diesel owner. And he's looking between two trucks, and they both fit within his budget. Uh, they're both, uh, so we're looking at a 2004, not 04 and a half, 2004 5.9 Cummins. Okay. And a, what year was it for the 6.0? A 2006 okay. 6-liter Power Stroke. Okay. Um, both four-door, both appropriate bed length for what he needs. Um, both 200K on the clock, you know, roughly 200K. Uh, I think they're both very clean, both either one or two owners has documentation on everything, so on and so forth. Um, going to be using the truck for, like, weekend hauling, not necessarily for work, but weekend hauling, daily driver, all that kind of good stuff. Okay. Um, and he kind of, like, wanted that to spark a debate between me and Tyler, and me and you agreed almost instantaneously <laughs> yeah. on what he should do at that point. Yeah. Um, was it, what, like, does he mention price? Are they the same price? Like, right uh, we did, He didn't mention actual price. He just said that they are both, you know, in the same price range. What color? <laughs> didn't say um, but I'm gonna go over a little bit of specifics here so the the five nine is hundred percent bone stock uh, they're both automatics um, the 60 is does have some stuff done to it it's got uh, some it's got 37 it's got turbo uh, new injectors new glow plugs and uh, does have documentation as far as it being bulletproofed not from bulletproof diesel but it has had the quote unquote bulletproof. Well, it had ha, has had work done to it to prevent the normal failures on a six zero. Okay, um, and I think the 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 thing that stuck out to you and I both on this one was the first time diesel owner. Yeah, and that's what led us both to our decision on what's going on there. And you may know we're going with here, but we're going to try and paint this picture for you. Okay, so paint it. Let's start with the the five nine. So you've got a bone stock five nine. It's the three hundred five horse common rail, automatic. You got a forty eight re. It's going to be Y style steering on the front. Yeah. Um, Eleven and a half rear, nine and a quarter front. Like you're going to replace steering, and you're going to do some front end stuff, and you're probably going to do a transmission. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, <laughs> other than that, it's probably one of the easiest trucks to work on. Yes, that's a big factor here. Um, I will say. Interior-wise on those trucks, I mean, it's hard, it's, hard, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to talk about, like, interiors on older trucks when we've seen all these new trucks come yeah. in. It's like anything older than, like, 14 is just like, meh, <laughs> meh. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I will say the Ford the, definitely takes a cake. The creature as as comforts on an 06, 60 yeah. are gonna, is going to blow an early third gen out of the water. Yeah, for 10 sure. times out of 10. For sure. Um, so that takes it there. Are you going to have transmission? I, I know we're kind of comparing and contrasting now, so we're kind of deviating. But yeah, like transmission issues, you're going to have transmission issues on six zero. More than likely not. Five R one ten, pretty pretty rock solid. Pretty stout axles, drivetrain, pretty stout. Yeah. The big glaring issue there is the six zero. Right. And what we're kind of getting at here is, and there's another level to this, which we're going to uh, after we kind of have this. Again, like he thought it was going to be a debate, and you and I, I feel bad because like me being a yeah, guy, he was like he he guy. literally said. Um, I don't think Ty- I, yeah. Hey Ben and Tyler, here's a good question for you both to disagree on. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, we uh, ended up agreeing almost whoops. instantaneously. <laughs> so the you tried to get us, but you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so our our answer there is the the five nine. Yeah. And the the reasoning behind that is being a first time diesel owner. 
working on a 5.9 common rail is going to be, once you understand common rail injection, is just going to be so much easier yeah. than a 6.0. Right. I'm not talking about just because on a 6.0, you know, the whole stigma is like you can let the cab to do anything. But there's just look at the engine. Yeah. Just look at it. Which one looks like it's going to be easier to reach things? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right? And if you're new to diesels, and I'm not saying you're not a mechanically inclined guy, Andrew. For all I know, you are a you know an LS tech extraordinaire, and you know a lot about engines. That's great. But you're getting into a new sector here. Yeah. This, this is a diesel engine. It's you know mechanical knowledge is good. But even then, with your mechanical knowledge, if you have that, if you were to look at the engine, like, damn, that's cluttered. And wow, that looks, I can see everything. Yeah, you can see every part. <laughs> yeah, that should be a good indication of what's going to be easier to work on right there. Um, now, there is a... I did respond to his comment, and mm-hmm. we and we and I did give him... Because th- these come out, obviously, later than, than we filmed them. And I wanted to make sure he had our answer before he goes to try and look at this truck. Um, and... Tyler and I agreed on the 5.9. Yeah. And then I, re- I actually commented back to him today just because we were filming this, just to check in, like, hey, man, did you know to buy a truck? Or, like, was there another wrench on the plan? Like, are you not looking at Duramax or something like that? Yeah. And he said there is actually – they've got basically a handshake deal on the 5.9. Okay. Um, the owner of the 5.9 is waiting for his new his new Ram to show up, and once that shows up, he's good to buy it. Yeah. Basically. Okay, okay that works. He's like, but there I now found in my price range in 07 – 6.0, loaded, with only 100k on it, but no documentation. It's got like it's basically like box tunes, intake, exhaust, and that's it. Mm. But it's in pristine condition, one owner, all that kind of stuff. And I, I actually I sat there and thought about it for a little bit, but I kept coming back. And my response to him basically was like, being a first time diesel owner, trying to. I'm gonna rewind a little bit there. I'm not saying you're the kind of guy, Andrew, that neglects his trucks, okay? Right. But what I'm kind of getting at here with this example is you can neglect a 5.9 common rail pretty seriously. Right. And it's still going <laughs> yeah. op- to operate for you. 6.0s are just very maintenance and and finicky and heavy. You yeah. Have, you have to be very in tune with what you're doing. Yeah. And if you don't know what you're doing, even just the basic maintenance, you, you can honestly have issues with it. Whereas on a 5.9, it, it's, a, it's a dump truck. You know, it just... It put fuel in it and, and and it goes simple yeah um and and the other side of that too it's like oh well you know you learn as you go okay that's fine how much do you want to learn as you go yeah because <laughs> that's with, the question with the five nine you can literally neglect the crap out of it and the time and money it takes to reverse that neglect for the most part is not a lot yeah i mean i've seen i've seen five nines where i pull a fuel filter out and it's like pulling a brick yeah. out like <laughs> Whoa, dude! What do you got in here? Like, yeah. when was the last time you changed this fuel filter? Like, two thousand four? Yeah, they're like, <laughs> like uh, truck runs fine. All of the improvements to this show you are seeing and hearing are thanks to epic sponsors like No Limit Fabrication. Huge thank you to Mike and his crew down in Southern California for getting a bunch of carb certifications and making high quality parts. New episode comes out every Thursday. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. which is which is and i'm not saying neglect your five nine folks but it's right. like to, to reverse that neglect you know maybe you might end up doing like cp3 or new set of injectors a fresh oil change fresh filters all that kind of stuff you can you know as long as you haven't majorly had any issues with you know scoring cylinders or something like that or root you, know, you can get back to a good natural state pretty easily yeah and but and it'll take you a long time to get to that neglect point Whereas you miss one oil change on a 6.0, <laughs> yeah. you've now possibly got fouled injectors. 
you yeah. know, oil cooler that shit the bed. And and now you just it's they compound so fast on a six zero. Yeah, absolutely. it's really hard to come back from that because as they compound and get worse and worse and worse, cracked pissing. Yeah. Now what? That sucks. <laughs> yeah. And being a first time diesel owner and and trying to, I assume you're married. I think you mentioned kids in here or something like that. But I, I assume you're married. Trying to explain that to your wife, you know, trying to go into it. No, you know, I know what I'm doing, and, and then that happens. Like that's not coming back from that. But yeah, that's a hard paperweight in the driveway. Absolutely. So, and the only way I would change my tune on that is if you had owned a six O before. I'm not saying a diesel. I'm saying a six O before. Yeah, or I mean, honestly, if you're okay with working on stuff, like you have to. I hate saying this because I don't want to. I do. I mean, a good running six O. It's a great truck. It is. They run hard. You. They work really hard, and I like the look of them. I like the interiors. They're a nice all-around truck but there's these big freaking what ifs especially with the, maybe that second one where you don't have documentation on the truck you know there's a lot of things that can that can happen but if you're okay with diving into it i mean at this point six oh parts are relatively cheap as far as if you're just trying to get it fixed up and back on the road yeah i mean same with five nine stuff pretty darn cheap there's just less that's going to happen to that five nine i mean the worst thing that could happen okay short of like detrimental engine failure on a 5.9 would be either the transmission mm-hmm. or injectors like injectors and a cd3 once yeah, you get to that whoop de- whoop de- yeah. do and a with, with you, with yeah, you like, being at, at 200k you're probably going to be doing injectors at for, some yeah you know 220 250 you know right in there that's when you start kind of getting like eh, start getting over the rainbow some time there. on there yeah. yeah so if you're okay with with wrenching around on the six liter because you, but because you want that, you know, that nicer interior, that nicer feeling truck. I mean, to me, that generation of Fords, like I'm, a, I'm a Cummins guy. Obviously, I own one, mm-hmm. and I've pretty much only owned one, <laughs> only own Cummins. But um, the, the feeling you get when you're in like a six O, truck, a Ford truck, is like this is a truck. It's a truck truck. This is a truck for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Versus, uh, you know, I, I just. I love third like my one of my favorite trucks is a third gen mega cab like I I love those trucks. I would still probably take that over a six zero mm-hmm. body style, but there's that feeling of when you hop in that truck, it's like okay, I'm in a I'm in a big boy truck. Big boy, yeah, <laughs> you know for what I mean? Sure. Absolutely. So, and to go more on that as far as like things that would make me change my mind, um, let's you know maybe your brother's a six zero tech and he lives in this you know mm-hmm. ten minutes away from you. Okay. You know, all right, and he's, and, you know, that's fine. You've got someone to guide you through this. But with it being your first time, and here's something I just thought of too, and this is no knock on you know Ram for not putting EGRs or something like that on their stuff previously, but emission systems on diesels, especially the early ones, it's just an added level of complication. Yeah, it it does make it, it makes it more complex. I understand they're there for a reason. They're doing a job, but trying to incorporate that into also being your first time diesel ownership that's a whole other level of things you have to understand yeah and it just it, it's it just it starts layering on t- layer 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 it's just like man i'd rather get something simple right um i so. mean honestly the only thing at this point that would make me like tell you to go get a 6.0 it, it would be i met i know i kind of mentioned this in the beginning as kind of like a joke but the price <laughs> i mean yeah. if you're able to get into that 07 at a better price than the 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 early Cummins or that other six O, 
you know, I don't know. I mean, if, if, if it's going to leave you a little bit of coin in your pocket to where you can, you know, get some things done that you know need to be done, then, you know, again, it's going to come down to if you're okay with working on it. Because I, I think that's the, the, the ultimate end-all be-all of this whole conversation is. Well, and I think that's part of the, the layer with being a first-time diesel owner. Right. He may not know what needs to be done. It, it, right. And if you, know, if you don't you know. Listen a, to us and we tell yeah. you, right? But, but, you, but if you, you don't know, know, yeah, if you're that guy that does not know, like this is your first diesel, strongly go to that 5.9 because you can mm-hmm. learn a lot working on that truck. Even if something fails, it's relatively it's really simple to fix. Yeah. Whether it be turbo, whether it be injectors, whether it be a lift pump, CP3 pump, I mean, it's super easy to do. I mean, yeah. it, it, it really is. So uh, another another layer on the cake, yeah. layer cake going on right now. We right? got quite the cake, going quite on. the cake. <laughs> but uh, let's say you're on the road. Almost any diesel shop is going to know how to fix a five nines. Yep. Absolutely, it's like it's almost like a three fifty man. Everybody's going to have a guy there that knows how to fix it or knows what's going on with a six zero. While they are prevalent, there's a lot of shops that know six zeros. You are very. You need to have a very high quality six zero shop doing your six zero work. Yeah, because, I mean, I could see, like, you bring it into a shop, and they'll be like, well, it, it needs this, but we recommend doing all of this at the same time because we're already going to be in there, mm-hmm. and it hasn't had this done. So we want to do head studs. We want to do new gaskets. We want to do an oil cooler. You know, if it might just be, like, an EGR valve or something stupid that needs to be replaced, mm-hmm. well, you know, I'm not saying they're going to always try to rake you over the coals on stuff like that, but it can happen, especially with the 6.0, that they've got that stigma where you've got to do a bunch of stuff to them to make them right. Yeah. Whereas a 5.9, it's like, oh, your turbo's bad? Here's a new turbo yeah. right here. Done. Yeah. <laughs> like, what else are you going to do? Like, there's nothing else that needs to be done. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's just, it's very simple. So, <clears throat> hopefully, I mean, best of luck to you, Andrew, buying the truck. Um, by the time this episode comes out, I'm pretty sure you probably have already bought your truck. Yeah. Yeah, because th- this one's not coming out until, I think, like, late September. And here's the thing. After you buy that truck, don't look at any other trucks. Oh God! Stop yeah. looking at trucks at that point. I'm telling you, because you will always find another deal that you might think is better or something like that, and then you're gonna feel like a piece of crap for the truck that you bought because there was this other one that you could have waited a week for and got. So yeah. when you buy the truck, stop looking. Stop. Stop looking. looking. Trust us. Yeah. Happened to me. It's happened to happened me. To you. Yeah. Every it happens time. to everybody. Every time. <laughs> all right. So that all being said. Um, is that, is that I think, it? I think that's all I got on this one. We got another question to answer on the next episode, but that one's going to be an entirely different conversation, I think. Cool. Yeah. So. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck, Andrew. Let us know how it goes. Respond to the, you can use that same thread in there. Um, again, this is going to come out later than that. So uh, we appreciate appreciate you guys tuning in and listening. If you have questions like this and you want us, I, I like the this versus that truck. When it's like specific, you know what I mean. Tyler's smiling for the camera right there. <laughs> but if, if like I, I enjoy that this is this versus that truck, especially when there's like specifics involved. Yeah. Because it it takes the, we don't have to guess anymore. It's like we know the scenario, we know what's going on. Okay, let's dissect it a little bit. And if it helps you guys, we're down. It's 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 fun for us to talk about this kind of stuff. Get a beer yeah. with the boys and talk about it. Hell yeah. So. Andrew, best of luck. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Yeah, let us know what you get so we can uh, send you a podcast sticker so you can put that on the window. Yeah, brand new truck. Yeah. Well, not brand new truck. Yeah. New, new, new truck. You. New to you. New, new sticker. There yeah. you go, boys. <laughs> All right. And girls, we have them now. They're, on, they're listening. <laughs> they have to be, I assume so. <laughs> All three of them. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next week. See ya. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.